and welcome to your favourite teacher. As promised, I'm going to do a podcast on the poem Poppies from the Power and Conflict Cluster and it's by Jane Ware. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through the poem first and then I'm just going to give some initial ideas on the poem and then I'll go into a bit more depth. Three days before Armistice Sunday and Poppies had already been placed on individual war graves. Before you left, I pinned one onto your lapel, crimped petals, spasms of paper red, disrupting a blockade of yellow bias binding around your blazer. Sellotape bandaged around my hand, I rounded up as many white cat hairs as I could, smoothed down your shirt's upturned collar, steeled the softening of my face. I wanted to graze my nose across the tip of your nose, play at being Eskimos like we did when you were little. I resisted the impulse to run my fingers through the gelled black thorns of your hair. All my words, flattened, rolled, turned into felt, slowly melting. I was brave as I walked with you to the front door, threw it open, the world overflowing like a treasure chest. A split second and you were away, intoxicated. After you'd gone, I went to your bedroom, released a songbird from its cage. Later, a single dove flew from the pear tree, and this is where it's led me. Skirting the churchyard walls, my stomach busy, making tucks, darts, pleats, hatless without a winter coat or reinforcements of scarf, gloves. On reaching the top of the hill, I traced the inscriptions on the war memorial leaned against it like a wishbone. The dove pulled freely against the sky, an ornamental stitch. I listened, hoping to hear your playground voice catching on the wind. Okay, so the first thing I did after I read through the poem is I picked out four ideas that come across for me. And those four ideas were um, memories, war, loss, and childhood. And then I went through and I found examples of each of those four things. So for memory, we've got Armistice Sunday and and poppies. So obviously that represents Remembrance Day. And phrases such as, like we did when you were little, or I listened, hoping to hear. All of these things evoke a sense of memory in her looking back and reflecting on her son leaving to go to war. So that was my next thing that I found, as I said, was war. And there's loads of examples of not just war references, but war-like imagery. So even in things that are seemingly normal, the words and phrases that she's using show a sense of violence. So we've got references to war, as I said, Armistice Sunday, Graves, War Memorial. But actually, if we look in slightly more depth, the way that she's referring to his lapel spasms of paper red so that spasms there's quite violent imagery and when she's talking about taking the cat hairs off him she's got sellotape bandaged around my hand so words and phrases like this um blockade bandaged making tucks darts pleats reinforcements blackthorns, flattened, rolled, all of these things are drawing on this idea that war is all-consuming because it's even invaded her memory. 
the next thing I said that I picked out was a sense of loss and I think that comes across really strongly throughout the poem she talks about being brave um she says before you left which again might be him leaving for war it might be him leaving the world so dying which we we know he has gone but everything like you were away you'd gone slowly melting all of these things create a sense of loss that she's ha- that she's experiencing and the last thing that I picked out as I said was was childhood and she uses lots of childlike images as a way of connecting with the past so she talks about um well even just the maternal way in which she's tidying up his blazer before he goes and she wants to graze her nose across his nose play at being Eskimos these kind of things the um like a treasure chest and and him being intoxicated and again another simile like a wishbone all of these ideas maybe show how naive her son's been in this sense of adventure that he perhaps had as a child has carried through and meant that he's dashed off to war without really thinking it through and I think this sort of says a lot about all those four things, memory, war, loss and childhood. And you can link those things to a number of other poems in the cluster. So poems like Remains also have huge links to memory, to war, to loss. Um, same with War Photographer and Kamikaze has links to all four of those things. So you want to make sure that you're tying your poems nicely together so that you can talk about the way in which the poets put across their ideas. Is it in a positive way, negative way? How do they use similes? Do they use other imagery? Is it violent? Is it beautiful? So that you can make cross comparisons between your two poems. Now remember you don't need to know things word for word so you could even just remember that whereas in poppies she uses quite violent imagery in war photographer we have sorry in kamikaze we have lots of natural imagery just being able to make references like that that still counts towards your evidence so let's talk a little bit more about some of the background of the poem so it's quite a modern poem and that contrasts nicely with some of the other war poems that are older Um, it's told from the perspective of a mother who's lost her son so again we've got different perspective to poems such as exposure or bayonet charge where we have first person perspective the poem is about the nature of grief and the mother is speaking to her son but the sun shifts in time. So initially we've got the sun leaving home for school the first time, the sun being killed, the sun dying violently, you know, leaving her. And she's trying to hold on to the memories. And it's obviously a very painful experience for her because of the way in which she has these warlike imagery coming across. So as I said, the, the battle imagery for the fact that she's having to have sellotape bandaged around her her hand. All of these things are quite significant. The feelings of a mother is, is quite a, an unusual take for war poetry. They're often done from the perspective of the person and this gives quite a unique insight into a, you know, a lot of the struggles that might go forgotten. 
The form of the poem is strong and regular. So this shows that the narrator is trying to hold in their emotions that have been stirred up by the sight of poppies. Poppies, of course, have huge symbolism for anyone really who you know remembers world war one and world war two and poppies is now really just a symbol of anyone that's been lost in in combat we've got the shifting time perspectives we've also got several layers of language so we have literal images such as poppies and, and and his blazer but then we have things like a wishbone or gelled blackthorns released a songbird and all of this is quite figurative to to express her emotions we've got symbolism as i've said of poppies but also of the dove and these things are universally recognized there are four stanzas each of them has a slightly different shift in focus and another structural technique that we see quite a lot are the caesuras so caesuras is where you have a break in in the line so it's like a pause and they might be marked by commas or by full stops we have lots of emotion that's put across through the narrator but it's not explicit it's quite implicit her her general tone is trying to keep composed but there's a an overwhelming sadness that's just under the surface the time sequence changes along with her emotions so things like three days before and before you left after you'd gone later this is where it has led me. All of these things represent a shift between the present and the past. We have a lot of imagery, as I've said. We've got alliteration, bias, binding blazer. So hopefully this has helped you understand a little bit more about the poem Poppies. As I've said, it can be really nicely linked with any of the war poems, actually, and really anything that that talks about loss and memory and how these two, perhaps the impact of war.